0: Hello there church boys and welcome back to yet another episode of St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. And this week's podcast episode is going to be a day game guide for Buenos Aires, Argentina. We're going to be covering a bunch of topics. For example, locations where in the city can you day game. I'm going to give you neighborhoods. I'm not going to give you the specific street names, just so you all aren't on the same streets, but we're still going to cover the topic. We're going to be talking about the hotness because why people come to Argentina for day game? Because Argentina is known for very beautiful girls. Well, it's partially true, it's partially our myth. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna be talking about volume. Is there enough volume on the streets to day game? We're gonna be talking about how day game is like here, or what can you expect when day gaming here? We're gonna be talking about what are the dates like? How how do they behave on dates? Uh, op- course, we have to talk, if you're talking about Argentina, we have to talk about language barrier. Can you day game here without any Spanish? And some other things you have to know about the local currency, safety, and things like that. If you're new to my podcast, then I am Saint Robert and I've been teaching about day game and dating for the last four years to guys from literally all over the world. USA, Canada, Australia, Hong Kong, all over Europe, Latin America, etc And for the last three years, I've been kind of living from city to city, a nomadic lifestyle. I'm mostly known for creating a very technical, step by step, no mental masturbation, no bullshit type of content about day game and dating. And we also have a community of more than 400 day gamers from literally all over the world. We have a huge group chat with very different levels of day gamers, but it's very all the advice there is very technical, very step by step. There is a hierarchy, so you understand huda guy giving you advices. There is no whining. There is no complaining. There is no metasphere and red pill conversations. It's all technical conversations about day game. If you want to join our community, simply head over to my website strobert.blog. It is strobert.blog and you can get access there. And if you are already going out and taking a lot of action, you're getting some numbers, you're getting some dates, but you're struggling with texting and what exactly to do on dates, then I have several free texting and dating courses, video courses available on daygamecourses.com. And if after watching this guide, you decide you want to come to Buenos Aires, Argentina, but you don't want to do it solo, you want to learn day game with me, then there is a link in the description where you can find out more about getting coaching with me, whether here or anywhere else in the world. And now let's talk about day game in Buenos Aires. And we're going to start with talking about locations. We're going to be talking about neighborhoods. Uh, If you've done some research about Buenos Aires, you know that the most popular neighborhoods for foreigners here are Palermo, which is divided into Palermo Soho and Palermo Hollywood, Uh, it's San Telmo, which is a bit more of an artsy neighborhood, and then there is Recoleta, which is more of an upscale neighborhood for wealthier people, but in general all all three of those neighborhoods are, are fairly wealthy. So while I'm not going to give you like the exact street names for the streets to go on, you can find all of that out on your own in Google Maps just by looking at which streets are the busiest. Uh, Let's talk about all three of these neighborhoods and what you can expect from each one of them. Let's start with Palermo. Palermo is sort of like a chic uh, neighborhood. That's where most of the bars and clubs are. So if you're gonna be partying, it's very very likely you're gonna be partying in Palermo. And in general, if going out and having a lot of fun going to a bunch of restaurants and bars and clubs is your thing, you want to stay in Palermo. That being said, I think Palermo, out of all the three neighborhoods that we're talking about, is the loudest one. Lately I've noticed that a lot of foreigners who are coming here prefer to stay in Palermo Hollywood. Some parts of Palermo Hollywood are sort of a bit more quiet, a bit more chill than the other part, which is Palermo Soho. Uh, Palermo Hollywood is nice and chill. But there is no volume on the street. So if you're thinking about day gaming, Palermo Hollywood is not the place to go. If you're talking about Palermo Soho, that's where the action is. That's where you will see way more people. You will see way more bars, restaurants, it's always busy, there's always people out. So when it comes to day game ability, Palermo Soho is definitely where you want to be. Just open Google Maps, look for the most busiest uh, parts of Palermo Soho and that's where you're gonna be day gaming. Palermo well, Soco is also where you're gonna find the most foreign girls, so tourists, but it's also the place where you're gonna find the most foreigners, as in guys, foreigners. And maybe it's a place where girls are very used to seeing foreigners all around and probably are being chatted up by them once in a while. Next let's talk about Sant Elmo, which is another popular neighborhood. Um, we went there with a student, well, I was coaching him, and I, even though like some people like it, I would say it's pretty empty. Sant'Elmo uh, Santa is definitely not the busiest part of the city. Uh, it's very touristic, but the type of, of tourists you're gonna see there, it's a bit more... they're, they're older, so it's, it's more... it's like a neighborhood with a lot of antique shops and things like that. The only time when I would maybe go there with some buddies and do some sets here and there, but not for dedicated sessions still, would be the Sunday markets. Every Sunday there is a feria, like a street market in, in San Telmo. Um, that's, that gets very, very busy, but again, I don't think it's a great place for day game. It's, it's worth going there with your buddies just to check it out, and then if you see someone you want to approach, then do that. But as for dedicated day game sessions, I wouldn't go to San Telmo. After day gaming in Palermo and checking out San Telmo and, and just being kind of confused because the hottest some of the hottest girls I met abroad have been Argentines. And let like, me be honest with you, I didn't see a lot of them in San Telmo or in Palermo. And then, I, you know, I had to take my students to places with hot girls who were thinking, where should we go? And we decided that we should check out Recoleta. Recoleta is a bit more upscale neighborhood, like locals call it the Cheto neighborhood. Um, and if you are looking for the Argentines that, that you usually see abroad, like very, very classy, classy very well dressed, etc., then obviously you have to go to the richest part of the city, and that is Recoleta. The only time I went there to check it out, I, I have to say. Uh, the hottest girls in Buenos Aires that I've seen, I saw in Recoleta. And one more neighborhood, actually, that I want to mention is Microcentro. Microcentro is like, you know, like the downtown of the city. You could call it maybe like that. It's it's very busy. It's it's. I wouldn't call it too touristic, and I wouldn't walk around there after dark. Or I wouldn't get an Airbnb or a hotel there. That's for sure. We're going to be talking about that at the end of the at the end of this podcast episode. But Microcentro is very, very busy, you're gonna see a lot of traffic there. So actually, if you get bored by day gaming in Palermo and exploring the the Sant'Elmo Ferry, etc. Microcentro is definitely worth giving a try. Okay, second, let's talk about hotness or the types of girls you're going to meet in Buenos Aires. Well. All the Argentines you see abroad, the, the, the super hot, super classy, classy very well dressed. Actually, in Buenos Aires, you will not see a lot of them. Buenos Aires is a very, you could use the term, open-minded city where everything goes, whatever, whatever your thing is, whichever sex you identify as, whichever sex you like, and etc., etc., Buenos Aires is one of the most open-minded cities in the world in these terms that I've ever been to and that is very very visible in the way people dress and, and behave so as shitty as it sounds you don't see a lot of the classical femininity with maybe skirts, dresses and just, just this classical femininity you don't see a lot of that in Buenos Aires. But that doesn't mean that the girls themselves aren't very beautiful. You'll see a bunch of beautiful girls. But if you're looking for that classical femininity, uh, Buenos Aires is not the place to go to. You, you'll see a lot of kind of artistic, a bit more hipsterish girls. There's a lot of, a lot of that. And if that is your thing, I think Buenos Aires is incredible. And if you get along with people like that, this city is really, really amazing. When it comes to hotness in different neighborhoods, then Palermo is pretty, pretty good. Uh, the, the more kind of classy girls, I saw them in Recoleta. Microcentro is a mix of everything, but you you don't see a lot of that uh, kind of the people with money. You don't see a lot of them in in Microcentro. You'll meet them more in Palermo and 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 Recoleta. And again. Why money is important, because if, if a girl lives in a better neighborhood, works a better job, comes from a better family, etc., has more money, she simply can take better her of uh, how she looks. And, and if we're talking about the classical hotness, the classical good looks, you'll get that more in wealthier neighborhoods. What makes Buenos Aires different from many other places in Latin America is that you get... Everything here is very very different types of girls. For example, if you go to Medellin, then you have that that, that narco queen look with with a lot of um, a lot of surgery surgery has been done and it's sort of parentheses uh, a little bit up stock maybe <laughs> uh, Stuck up uh, but but if you look at girls in Buenos Aires, it's not like that you, you get everything you get the classy the, cl- the classical kind of Eastern European look—you could you could call it like that. You get the classic. You get a lot of Colombians who have come here. You get a lot of Venezuelans and girls from very different parts of Latin American world in general. So you could say there is more diversity, whatever your thing is, it's it's fairly easy to find it here, as long as you're not looking for that, that very classy, very kind of Eastern European femininity. Then again, as I said before, you have to go to other places for that. Colombia, really, I think, in terms of behavior being one of them. But to me, it's very refreshing to be in a place where, where you see this uh, kind of European heritage beauty and you see this Latino heritage, and then you see a lot of very, very hot Brazilians. So I'd say, in terms of hotness, this place is pretty amazing. Which brings us to the volume problem. Buenos Aires definitely has a volume problem. You have to walk around quite a lot, especially for a big city like this, even when being on busiest streets. I would expect to be able to easily just not spend more than two minutes between sets, but that is not the case. Yes, if you go out and you're doing a two-hour session, you'll be fairly easily able to do 10 sets in two hours, but I would say if you're looking for any, for, for quality, then doing much more than that is not going to be easy. And that is in Palermo, Soho. If we're talking about Santelmo or Recoleta or, or even Microcentro, which is a very busy neighborhood, all of those places are worse when it comes to volume. So I still think that Palermo is the best neighborhood for day game, specific, specifically Palermo, Soho. And next, let's talk about what can you expect from day game here? What is day game here like? I'd say if your stop is even remotely decent, it's a pretty great city. They're very very responsive when you stop them. They will gladly have a chat with you. We will talk about the language barrier. Uh, The sets are fairly easy if you have at least somewhat decent day game. Uh, But here comes the biggest problem. However good your sets are, Uh, This is the number one flakiest city I have ever been to in my life. If in an average city it's fairly typical to get one date out of five numbers, then Buenos Aires is way worse. You can do a great set. It it can seem that she was so on and the number closed and everything went smooth. And then maybe she even responds to the first and second text, but the next day she just disappears. There's no more responses. A student uh, who I coached here talked to around maybe 100 girls. Uh, He got a few dates out of it. He got a day game late here, but a lot of the numbers simply flaked. So you have to understand that that's part of the game here. But the last time I was here, when I realized this, I I always remember this thing that I, I learned every time I'm coaching someone. If your fundamentals are there, if you're doing the right things, it all comes down to just doing enough sets to just keep banging your head against the wall until something works if your fundamentals are there. Every country has sort of like a bottleneck. Maybe if you go to Serbia, you get a lot of blowouts and not a lot of kind of decent sets. Maybe New York, depending on what type of a guy you are, can also be like that. Then in some places they fall off on texting and in other places, maybe Poland, you go out on dates and you realize those are dates to nowhere and you're just kind of wasting your time. Every country has one or two of those things that just kind of are the biggest challenges in day game and in Buenos Aires it's definitely the flakiness. And now let's talk about what are the dates here like. Well, if you go out on a date here and and you get laid on less than 50% of your dates, I would say you're really, really, really lacking in your dating fundamentals. Yes, if you are a bit more advanced, maybe let's say you have like 20 day gameplays, maybe even more, and then you go out and, and on dates here, you will sometimes see challenges that you don't see anywhere else. And that's very, very interesting. It's very interesting to see how you can crack them and, and, and what works and what doesn't. It's, it's a very interesting experience here. But even if you're not at that level and, and you're kind of like an intermediate, kind of lower intermediate, maybe you'll have like some 10-day game gameplays or something. But if your dating fundamentals are good, you should be doing pretty okay on day game dates here. Again, online is very, very different. That's not something I suggest doing here. Um, but, but day game dates here are fairly easy if you really know what you're doing. It, it shouldn't be like, that. The bottleneck is not dates, so so there's there's not even anything more to talk about uh, when it comes to dates. Next let's talk about the language barrier. Well, the language barrier here exists depending on when you are coming, which is, by the way, a little bit interesting. So when I first arrived here, uh, I would say 10 to 15% of girls that, that we stopped actually spoke any English. The rest of the sets were in Spanish. But then, as the time went on and maybe in kind of, I don't know, like December-ish, like mid-December or early December, all of a sudden it changed and we, and we were meeting, like my student was opening girls all the time, and, and he was meeting way more girls that spoke English. So does that mean you can day game here with with zero Spanish? I would say it's not a good idea. You will have a huge language barrier. You won't be able to get a taxi uh, unless you go to very touristic restaurants. In many places they will simply not speak English. Yes, there are a bunch of tourists coming here who don't speak the language, but I don't think Buenos Aires is the place where you want to go if you don't speak any Spanish. I think you should have at least somewhat decent basics, Spanish, Spanish, uh, Spanish basics, and then you can come here on a day again But if you will not understand her in a set when she speaks Spanish, you're going to be struggling because what my student did sometimes what I and what I've done here is I would speak English and I would tell them you can respond in Spanish. I understand a little bit and the student would sometimes going to do a mix of both languages. His Spanish was very good, by the way. So I would say if you don't speak any Spanish, Uh, don't come to Buenos Aires. I've had several guys apply for coaching here. and I told them, if you don't speak Spanish, I'm not gonna coach you here. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your money. Let's do it somewhere else. And let's talk about a few smaller things, like uh, things you have to know about the local currency and and some safety tips. First, let's talk about currency. If uh, you've done some research about Argentina, maybe you've seen that there are two currency exchange rates here. There is the official rate and there is the blue rate. And it changes all the time because this place has crazy, crazy inflation, uh, just as an example, I was here last year in January. Uh, this, yeah, 2022 in January, February, March. I know I'm here again. Uh, the Argentine peso has had close to 100 percent inflation since the last time I was here. So this place has. Crazy, crazy inflation. So what do do these two currency exchange rates mean for you? The official currency rate is what's being used when you're sending money through bank transfers, when you are paying with cards at shops, etc. And uh, why that is important? Because the official rate is half of the blue rate or the black market rate. What does that mean? It means if you're coming here with US dollars, or you can also send yourself money via Western Union and then go to Western Union to pick it up, the rate you're getting through Western Union or if you are exchanging U.S. dollars here on the street is double the the official exchange rate. To put this in simpler terms, if you're coming with U.S. dollars or sending yourself money through Western Union, you're getting twice as many pesos for the same amount of dollars few more things you have to know about the currency. So exchanging US dollars on the street versus sending money to Western Union. Western Union is much, much better. Usually Western Union will give you a better rate. And in the street black market exchanges, there are a lot of problems with fake bills being used. So you might get some fake pesos that you won't be able to use later. I I don't know anyone, who has had this problem personally, but I hear things like this happening all the time. And the last thing you have to know about uh, the currency here is recently, very, very recently, uh, Visa and MasterCard actually started offering an exchange rate close to the blue rate. So you're actually getting a very good exchange rate when you are paying with a card. It, it, it wasn't the case before. Uh, things you have to know it doesn't work with all the cards some cards some cards don't offer this for example my wise card doesn't do this so I don't use it here Uh, and not all places will accept foreign debit cards foreign credit cards so still Western Union is your best bet so do that bring some US dollars in cash and then of course you can use your card wherever it works. Uh, the difference between Visa and MasterCard is Visa will instantly give you the good rate, whereas MasterCard verse, ver, will first charge your card using the official rate and then a few days later they'll give you back some money to adjust for the the better exchange rate. And the last thing I want to talk about here is safety. Uh, you have to understand you are in Latin America, but that being said I I feel much, much safer here than I felt in Colombia, because Colombia, after the COVID started, has become much, much, much more dangerous. Uh, Buenos Aires is still sketchy, but not as sketchy, but as a general rule of thumb, I would say don't carry anything you're not willing to give away if anyone robs you. If you are using your phone on the street, be careful, hold it with both hands, maybe walk in a shop. You don't have to kind of be overly obsessive about this. I still use my phone on the street, I'm not too worried about that, but, but just pay attention to your surroundings. Don't be a drunk tourist walking around looking in Google Maps. That's a sure way to get robbed very, very fast. It doesn't happen as often. You don't hear stories like that all the time. But the people that I know that live here, they've been robbed with knives. They've been robbed at gunpoint, etc So you kind of... There is no reason to be scared, but you have to be careful, especially if you are near a bigger street and you have your phone out. The simple thing they will do, they will simply snatch your phone out of your hands while riding past you on a bike or a scooter. Don't carry around wallet with all of your cards and things like that. Like, Don't be an idiot. Those are basic safety tips for anywhere in Latin America, uh, and they also apply here and again i don't care how big or strong or whatever how many however many years you've been training brazilian jiu-jitsu or muay thai or boxing it is very simple if two guys pull up to you on a scooter one of them jumps off and tells you to give him has give him your phone i highly suggest you give him your phone because if they ask you the second time very often that's gonna be with the knife. Or with a gun, you don't want to end in end up in that situation. So if anyone is robbing you, give them whatever they want. Don't carry around anything you're not willing to lose. I know I'm sounding a little bit paranoid, and a lot of other expats are gonna say, "Oh no, it's not like that." But the girl from who I'm renting this apartment, a Colombian friend, a Colombian girl who I'm friends with. Uh, she she told me, listen, you're the only Gringo who's so paranoid about being robbed here, and and, and I said, well, yeah, is it bad? And then she said, no, you're actually the only Gringo who gets how so dangerous Buenos Aires is. So, don't be scared, don't don't be afraid to come here, but just you know, like don't be afraid to give away, to give away your phone. And. Just as any other place in the world, if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. A buddy of mine was walking uh, home from a club and saw two girls on the street. He approached them. A day the guy's d- guy's day gamer. He approached the girls, started chatting with them. They were super on. They went for a drink. They both came home to his apartment, they put on some music, he started making, uh, dancing and making golf with one of them. Uh, the next thing that's happening, happening, he's getting tired uh, and he wakes up later and sees that his laptop isn't there, his phone isn't there, his wallet and cards aren't there, everything and all the all, everything that was just on a table and in invisible places, they stole everything. So what happened is he approached them on the street, they came home with him, and they simply drugged him with some, some new drug that makes you super sleepy, super fast, you just fall asleep and that's it. He woke up, he he was super tired, he couldn't even, like he couldn't do anything. Like He just uh, went back to sleep and then and, and started dealing with stuff the next day. So if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. Be careful with who you bring back home and when you do, hide everything. I, I would say hide your stuff. Hide your cash, hide your passport. If you have a decent laptop, hide that or, or a camera like like the one I have. Just hide your stuff. Don't have it laying around the apartment. Nothing like that has ever happened to me. And it has only happened to one guy. I know, but it did happen. He lost a lot of stuff, including uh, like his laptop, phone, etc. And the last thing about safety is again, just as anywhere in Latin America. If in Europe you can save a little bit of money by saving in some other neighborhood or say, or staying like a few blocks outside the safe area, I would suggest against doing that anywhere in Latin America. I would suggest staying in, in the safest parts of the city and the safest streets where, where there's people and there's stuff always happening. That's just simply gonna be safer. Uh, but again, all of this safety stuff, I know I sound a little bit paranoid and you don't have to really be that scared, but just you have to pay attention to, to your surroundings. You have to be a little bit street street smart here. Well guys, that's it. That's all I wanted to share about Buenos Aires, Argentina. I think it's an incredible city with amazing restaurants, amazing bars, with with very nice prices, good parks, nice people, beautiful girls, a lot to do. It's, It's sort of, for me, it's like New York City, but really chilled out. There's always stuff to do here. I just love this city. I think it's a great city to go and check out. If you have any other questions you want to ask about Buenos Aires, Argentina, then simply join our community with more than 400 day gamers from literally all over the world. And we have several guys who have been to Buenos Aires. There are a few guys who are getting ready to go to Buenos Aires right now. You can join the community by going to SaintRobert.blog, filling the form there, and you will get the invitation link as soon as you fill the form there. And if after watching this, you decide, well, I speak a little bit of Spanish, I want to go to Buenos Aires, I want to learn day game there, but I would prefer St. Robert to coach me, then again, there's a link in the description where you can find out more about day game coaching with me in Argentina or anywhere else in the world. That's it for this week. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. and See you guys in the next podcast episode. Ciao, guys.